Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's Day 55, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2! <laughs> it's a story. It's big! Never boring. No way! For his glory. Always! It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone. It is the end of week 11 and well I am one down in our quizzes. So you know what? Let's get right to it. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the friendly curious cow. Okay Marv, so yep, like I said, for the first time you have the lead. Yeah that's right Dave. You know I kept believing, I kept working hard, it all paid off. Okay, well, shall we jump right in? Oh, you betcha, Dave. It's a good day to go two up. What do you remember? And what do you know? Let's find out because it's Friday. The Friday Quiz Show. Yeah, it's the Friday Quiz Show. Hi, guys. Hi, Gary. How's it going, Gary? Oh, it's been a busy week, Dave. I've been teaching children about road safety. Oh, I see, like Tufty. Who? Tufty. You know, the road safety squirrel. Nope, never heard of him, Dave. Oh, well, yeah, he was a squirrel, and he was kind of the road safety mascot in schools when they were teaching kids how to be safe. Huh. So this wasn't a Tufty thing? Because, you know, I was going to say, I think they stopped using Tufty in maybe the 1990s, so that's kind of an obscure reference. You know, none of the kids will know who he is, and I'm pretty sure Tufty never made it to America, so I don't think any of our listeners there would know about him either. No, Dave. You know, I'm just good with kids, and it seemed like teaching them to be safe on the roads was a worthwhile thing to do. Oh. Well, okay then. Yeah, good for you. So... Uh, should we do the quiz? Oh, please, Gary. Okay, then, here goes. So, question one from this week. We heard how Isaiah had a vision of God's throne room, and he was terrified and thought he would die. But what did the seraph do to Isaiah so that he wouldn't be destroyed? Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember this one. Yep, me too, Marvin. Okay, then, question two. Of the Old Testament prophets we've read so far, which one was mostly a message for the Edomites? Oh, wow, yeah, that was a while ago, huh? But, yeah, I know which one that was. Yeah, I think that was about 11 weeks ago, boys and girls, if that's any help. Okay, so question three. Last week we discovered Jeremiah was the longest of the major prophets. But how long, to the nearest quarter hour, would it take to read Jeremiah out loud? Oh, wow. Yeah, that would not be quick. Okay, well, yep, I've got my guess, Dave. Yep, me too, Marvin. Okay, Gary, over to you. Let's see how we did. Okay, so question one. What did the seraph do to Isaiah so he would not be destroyed? Okay, he touched his lips with a hot coal, huh? Yeah, I remember, Dave, because, you know, we talked about why it didn't just burn his whole face off. Yeah, good job, Marvin. Well, at least that's what I got, too. Yep, that's right. Good job. So, question two, which prophet was writing to the Edomites? That was Obadiah, right? Yep, I think so. The very first book we started with in season two. 
That's right. So, question three. How long would it take to read Jeremiah out loud? Okay, Dave. Well, I said two and three-quarter hours. Ah, well, I went a bit longer, Marv. I said three and a half hours. An average reading pace would take approximately four hours to read all of Jeremiah out loud. Well done, Dave. You win this week. (laughs) Ah, good work. And we're back to all square, Marvin. Yeah, good guess, Dave. Hey, thanks, Gary. It was a good quiz. No problem. I'll see you guys later. Oh, say, Dave, I heard there might be some cake next week. Oh, not you as well, Gary. Look, if we ever have cake, I will be sure to let you know. And can we have nuts on it? Maybe. Thanks, Dave. Hey, I'll see you all next week. Bye, Gary. Okay, Marvin. So, today is the last day our friend Valerie is reading for us. Yesterday we heard how God's awesome promise, the light would break through, a child would be born, a son would be given. Yep, good news, Dave. That's right. And there's a lot of that in this book of Isaiah. Yes, there are the messages of judgment on the sins of the people of Judah. And we're skipping past chapter 10, where God says he will judge the Assyrians too for their sins. But already we've seen so many pictures and messages of hope, of the new Jerusalem, of the stump of the cut down tree putting out new branches, of the virgin giving birth and of the coming Messiah. And in today's reading, we get another dose of that. And you know, Marvin, I think you'll especially like these verses. Oh, I will? How come? Well, we're going to hear a bit about cows and about calves. And that's the question for today. Who are the cows and the calves chilling with? Oh, I love it when there are cow verses, Dave. Okay, so who are the cows and the calves chilling with? Okay, I got it. Great. And so for the last time, at least for a little while, over to you, Valerie. Isaiah 11 verses 1 to 12. Jesse's family is like a tree that has been cut down. A new little tree will grow from its stump. From its roots a branch will grow and produce fruit. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on that branch. The Spirit will help him to be wise and understanding. The Spirit will help him make wise plans and carry them out. The Spirit will help him know the Lord and have respect for him. The branch will take delight in respecting the Lord. He will not judge things only by the way they look. He won't make decisions based simply on what people say. He will always do what is right when he judges those who are in need. He'll be completely fair when he makes decisions about poor people. When he commands that people be punished, it will happen. When he orders that evil people be put to death, it will take place. He will put on godliness as if it were his belt. He'll wear faithfulness around his waist. Wolves will lie with lambs. Leopards will lie down with goats. Calves and lions will eat together. And little children will lead them around. Cows will eat with bears. Their little ones will lie down together and lions will eat straw like oxen. A baby will play near a hole where cobras live. A young child will put its hand into a nest where poisonous snakes live. None of those animals will harm or destroy anything or anyone on my holy mountain of Zion. The oceans are full of water. In the same way, the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord. At that time, here is what the man who is called the Root of Jesse will do. He will be like a banner that brings nations together. They will come to him, and the place where he rules will be glorious. 
At that time the Lord will reach out his hand. He will gather his people a second time. He will bring back those who are left alive. He'll bring them back from Assyria, Lower Egypt, Upper Egypt and Cush. He'll bring them from Elam, Babylon and Hamath. He will also bring them from the islands of the Mediterranean Sea. He will lift up a banner. It will show the nations that he is gathering the people of Israel. He'll bring back those who had been taken away as prisoners. He'll gather together the scattered people of Judah. He'll bring them back from all four directions. Thanks, Valerie. Okay, Marv, so what about those cows and calves? Oh, lions and bears, Dave. Yeah, the calf was lying down with a lion and the cow is eating with a bear. That's craziness, Dave. Yeah, I would not lie down with a lion. You know, unless it had been heavily sedated. If I tranked him up real good with one of those darts. Well, that's it, Marvin. But God gives this amazing picture. When the shoot comes up from that stump, when the new kingdom arrives, God will call his people from all the nations and it will be a completely new type of kingdom. Things that were scary before, like wolves and lions and bears, well, there'll be nothing scary because everything will be at peace. Even bears and wolves and lions. Yeah, no need for darts, huh? Nope, you're right, we won't need them. And boys and girls, we all get scared sometimes, right? Maybe if we're in the dark by ourselves or we've seen something scary on TV or on a movie or maybe we've had a scary dream. Oh yeah, Dave, I hate nightmares. Yeah, when I have a nightmare, I moo really loudly in my sleep. It really freaks out the other cows in the barn. Yeah, I guess it would. (laughs) And it's a horrible feeling. But isn't it amazing to think that in God's kingdom, we will never be scared of anything ever again? You know, I think we'll probably forget what it's like to be scared because we'll be right there with God, the almighty creator of all things, who can do all things, and who loves us. All fear will be gone. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, I'd never thought of that, Dave. Um, another reason why heaven will be awesome, huh? Yeah, like we needed another one. Yeah, I'll just be there chilling with those lions and bears. <laughs> That's crazy, Dave. So today, boys and girls, well, let's thank God for the amazing fear-free kingdom that is waiting for us. Thank him that fear will be no more. Amen, Dave. And what a great way to finish our week. So we will say goodbye and boys and girls will be back next Monday to get going with week 12. Okay then, yeah. Well, have a great weekend, boys and girls. I'll see you on Monday. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.